Hi guys, today's episode is brought to you by DankGeek.com. DankGeek.com is my favorite online head shop. They carry a huge selection of premium glass, vaporizers, and accessories for an elevated experience. Check out their stock of Diamond Glass, Grav Labs, Empire Glassworks, and so much more. And use code STONERMOM at checkout for a free Grav Labs glass blunt with purchase. Dankgeek.com offers fast and free shipping and the best customer service of any online head shop. Visit dankgeek.com today and exhale happiness. Bye, y'all. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. I'm the Stoner Mom, a.k.a. Catherine, and I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful husband, Blavid. Why do you say beautiful? Because handsome is such a weird word for me. Okay. But you used to call Max beautiful, and I was like, he's a boy, you gotta call him handsome. Well, that's not how we talk as a society anymore, okay? okay. You can call anything beautiful, and it doesn't have to be a fucking girl. We are parents to four (laughs) (laughs) and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and lots more. more. That's it. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Should we launch into Libation Corner? Well, hello. It's what? It's 709. Yeah, and we're doing this like not one, <sighs> but two days. No. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're like so super early. ahead. We're super ahead. We really had a fire lit up our ass today. Um, and then, you know what we said last week? We didn't have a lot of uh, kid free time. Yeah. So now we do. Um, now we do. So we were just more tired. Like now this is like the first after the first evening of our solo adult time so for time. today, tomorrow mm-hmm. and Monday. Yeah. Just grown ups. <sighs> it feels so good. no chilling. I love these. I mean, like I look forward to them. I like soldier through and do things. And then I'm like, okay, here it comes. And then by the time it's over, you're like, so happy to yeah. have your kids back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, that's what we're doing. So we're settling in to enjoy our, our grown-up time. I have a Pimm's Cup, which I asked for yeah. for the first time this year, right? Mm-hmm. It's a seasonal drink. Um, and yeah. it's been beautiful in Blalorado lately. It has been. Um, I know. I've been looking at this window at all these gorgeous trees and green. When I drive through my neighborhood and like come in and out of the court, I'm like, oh, so pretty. It's nice. All the trees are blooming. We're getting to the end of the school year. Oh, it's Libation Corner. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm smoking weed. I've been, I'm a little high already, I will say. Um, and I'm smoking Blue Dream today. I'm smoking Blue Dream in a really cute Fabergé egg style uh, piece by Smoke Cartel. And I love it. I'm giving one away for Mother's Day. Yeah, you are. It's a little, it's a beautiful little piece. It's gorgeous. It's, it's something, pink. It's something you would want in your So collection. they sent me two. Obviously one is mine because I love it. Um, but I'm going to give one away. So I'll be doing that on Instagram, I think. I love smoke cards. So though. follow me over there. Um, <clears throat> you know, unless I get deleted or whatever. <laughs> <You're> anyway. <not> <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that's has been a thing on it. That's what I was, that is what I was trying to talk about on um, the, pre-roll. the pre-roll show with Mass Roots. When I started talking about ma- Mass Roots, that was why Mass Roots got started, was because that was a growing concern on Instagram at that time. Ooh. And that seemed to have kind of died down over recent years. Yeah, no one cares. Okay, so as I said, I am smoking Blue Dream. I'm drinking my Pimm's Cup. And then I also have another, I don't know, maybe I should get some dabs going. I think so. Right? Yeah. It's time to get Stoner Mom's Tolerance Back. Back, baby. Like, Especially who am I? I'm the stoner baby. I know. You have, like, so much... You have so many um, fucking things filled with weed. I was like, what are you going to do with all these containers full of weed you're not smoking? <laughs> you talk to them now. 
Okay, so um Libation Corner. So I am drinking um I decided at the liquor store this evening to buy a bottle of vodka and I also bought a Bloody Mary mix. <gasps> yeah, I did. What? And and I know that you're not into that, but I mean like it's something that's been on my mind and when it comes to cravings, I mean like you have to address them or else they just seep out in other ways, and then you end up, like, doing 15 other things that don't get you what you want. Eating McDonald's. Yeah, eating McDonald's every day or something. So you have When to all you wanted was... One Bloody Mary. That's it. So I bought some Bloody Mary mix, and I bought some... The only vodka I buy is potato vodka. Um, so I buy Chopin, which is, uh, you know, potato. But, I mean, like, it's because the Irish folk... Drink. First of all, you're part Irish. Yeah, that's why I like it. Plus, I like the way it tastes. So anyway, I got that. The potato is his favorite food group. Oh my god, it is tubers. And then, um, but right now I'm drinking green and green beer, <laughs> ginger beer, and green beer, and, and some uh, bourbon. No. <laughs> so anyway, I'm drinking that. I love it. I'm, I've dedicated myself to really just getting hammered this weekend. Whoa! Sorry, we do that sometimes. So yeah, these these weird kid free like two-day extravaganzas Mm -hmm. are an every other week thing for us you guys it's kind of perfect anyway let's just transition right along oh so still in libation corner i am about to bust a fat dab i got out my dab rig i just use a e-nail i haven't used a torch in forever but I think I'm ready for a cute torch. Tell me why. Because I saw a picture, and I can't say who it was. I can't remember on Instagram. But I think it maybe was like a bouquet of flowers, a dab rig. And I saw blurred out in the background, Boca style, not intentionally blurred, mm-hmm. um, their torch. And it looked like it had some really pretty like Spanish... Uh, religious artwork on it and I was like that is so cool if I had a pretty torch with some mother Guadalupe shit up on there I'd be all into that or just flowers or can you am I I'm just the worst I'm (laughs) I'm very stereotypically barfingly girly couldn't you just bedazzle up your email thing? No, bedazzle? Are you fucking nuts? First of all, my bedazzler, I don't have and never had one, but I was jealous of people that did. Okay, well, all I'm saying is we could put some sequins and a coat of pink paint on your email, like the box itself, and then there, there you no. go. No. It's not the same. Uh-uh. I want a pretty torch, and I want a coffee cup that says the stoner mom on it. Oh, okay. Okay, well, so make sure we get podcast listeners, if any of you are coffee cup makers, <laughs> let us know. That's what I want, and but I want it in my my font that I like, which is Playfair Display. Display. Okay, yeah. but just contact me, David at thestonermom.com, and I'll give you all the artwork, <laughs> and then you can just make it happen. Okay, wouldn't that be so great? Yeah, I mean, you're really into coffee mugs, obviously. I love them. All right, so what's been going on with us? We have to say it the right corner. way. Corner. So. What's been going on with you guys? Corner. <laughs> <laughs> that takes too long to say. I have to change it. I like it. This is personal update time. Mm-hmm. Do we ha- we don't really have any personal Oh, my YouTube channel. I first of all I need a haircut. Okay. Um I do too, sort of. Yeah, but I cut your hair. You don't cut my hair. I gotta make an appointment. I would cut your hair. I gotta you like be to. okay with like <sighs> going out of my house i know it just causes me stress and then i put it off for another two months and then i look crazy right so i gotta get my hair cut okay so you're busting a fat dab you're gonna get a haircut um and my youtube channel got deleted yeah so what who fucking cares <laughs> we so don't... Mo- moving on um what do you think about shout out corner are we really, so we're not going to talk about YouTube. So anyway, if, talk in, about? It's if any stupid. of you love my YouTube channel, I'm sorry it's gone. I'm not going to put it back up. YouTube can dream and fantasize about kissing my ass. And that's it on that. That's how I feel. And my videos are on uh, thestonermom.com. That's where I spend a lot of time writing things and taking pictures and doing shit there. So head on over to there. And I'm going to be working on um, a lot of website stuff I'm seeing in the very near immediate future. Yeah. And just getting, uh, I think, sort of a central hub of video posts, which there already is one. But I feel like people don't understand it because in basically all of my blog posts 
I will write something, a lot of stuff often, but then I will also put a video in there, you guys. So there's lots of smoke sessions, like videos, like in product reviews, stuff like that. So just look around, open posts up and look at them. Um, That's, and yeah, David is fine and I'm fine. The end. That's what's going on with us. Jesus. Jesus. Shout out corner. Shout out. Okay, I'm dabbing. What did we press? I forget. What was the stuff, baby? Blue Dream. So I'm smoking Blue Dream and dabbing it. I got to dab some CBD too. But I'll get that in a little bit. So we did get a five-star review in iTunes. Oh my gosh, let's hear it. Who is it from? What do they say? Nina says... I've been following the Stoner Mom for quite some time now, and I'm never disappointed. Every time I listen to Catherine and David's podcast, I walk away with a laugh. New facts on the ever-growing cannabis industry, social media updates, and so much more. By far my favorite podcast to date, and has been listening since the beginning of Madaz. Yes. Keep the podcast. You mean Growcast. I know. Keep the podcast coming, because I am loving listening to you both put an end to the stigma. Much love to you both, Nina. Thank you so much. That is the sweetest. I love that review. Thank you. I love it, too. Thank you. Um. So, yeah. Okay. I got to say, that dab hit me and also gave me a bunch of energy. Um, let's shout out to the people giving us coins over on Patreon slash Madaz, M-A-D-A-S. Um, these are the people still giving us coins. So Chad and Terry, Texas Mama Meg, Beth Ann, and Jody the Alpha Slayer. I love you guys. Thank you. Shout out to- You're awesome. All right. And then our plug and shout out for- members over at housevaneaton.com. We have a close-knit community of adult stoners who support our show, our business, cannabis, and ending the stigma. And they are awesome. They have access to exclusive weekly podcasts, bi-weekly sesh videos and vlogs, and monthly live sessions with me and Bleavid. Learn more at stonermom.com. Click on the membership. Today we're shouting out a new member, John. What's up? And an OG member, Darth Redneck. Oh, yeah. Oh, gee. All right. That's it. All right. Okay, it's media time. I love media time. First of all, it's it's been my initial dream to do a podcast. About TV? Was to only talk about TV and only talk about <laughs> movies. I mean, you're absolutely right. I'd just be like, dude, what did you think about this movie? Blah, 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 blah. But we don't watch a ton of movies anymore. You know what I wanted to watch today? Jaws. So I spent my weird catatonic morning... This is my response when, like, Silence Tippy's YouTube video gets deleted. I'm like, ugh, I'm going to sit in my bed for hours and read about the Titanic. What? And then I read about, what is the other one called? Lusitania. Lusitania. Yeah. That yep. started World War One. Um, and, you know, these are topics that you read about in your life out of morbid curiosity. And I just... Came back to it. I really love reading about maritime disasters. You do. <laughs> I love reading about aviation disasters. This this shit is my jam. I love it. And my whole hair at my butt about going to Barnes and Noble, David, was honestly because I wanted to get that book. And I don't know why I wouldn't just get it on my Kindle. What What is it? The lo- but it's the- Eric Larson, whoever wrote what all the books. Of about uh, Chicago and and H.H. Oh, okay. Holmes. Yeah. Um. This is the sh- the sinking of the Lusitania. Uh huh. Oh, the White Knight in White. What is it called? Mm-hmm. Devil in the White City. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he has a bunch. He's written a bunch of books that are yeah. great and interesting about are. cool topics. Um. And yeah, the Lusitania one is old. I haven't, but I've never read it. Well, I want to that- read it. Well, why, when you when you want these things, all you got to do is come out and tell me. I'm reading. Well, I'm listening to uh, Abaddon's Gate oh right God. now. This is How the is it third so book in the Expanse series. It's the one I didn't want to read because my favorite characters aren't in it. 
Bobby and Arasavala. That's okay, right? But there are some interesting new characters. And yeah, like Mao's other daughter is one of the point of view what? characters. She, in this he's book. got another daughter? Yes. And so these are the books, you guys, of our fucking favorite show that we watch every week that's out right now The Expanse on the so Sci Fi Channel. Good. It is so good. It's, it's so third, good. It, shh, <laughs> calm down. Sorry. It's the third series or season. And, um, I've talked a lot about how like gory it is and oh, it's like horror almost like the first book and the f- it's really great. <sighs> anyway, I don't know. I kind of want to go back and watch the first season of The Expanse. I don't. I'm so into the third season right now, like Very good. hardcore. And I wasn't into Bobby at all. Was she in the first season at all? Nope. When, whenever she started Second. out, I was like not super into her. But, she's amazing. But now she's like, ugh. The beat of my heart. Anyway. Right. So I've been enjoying the book. That's all. So So now I'm past whatever's happening in the show, basically. Is it good? Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I'm also reading Wolf Hall, which is an older book that was really popular a couple years ago, a few years ago. Um, It's just like a really long, like in-depth, like historical novel. Is set during uh, Henry VIII mm-hmm. and all of uh, you know, and I, it's about like um, Woolsey and Thomas More and all oh. of those people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you love all that time. Cromwell and Cranmer yeah. and Cromwell, fucking all those women getting their Cromwell was their lives taken. Such a character. Well, this is the first Cromwell, not the not the the other Cromwell. Oh. That happened later. Okay. When Britain became like a military state, basically. Damn. Uh-huh. Because they cut, they cut off their king's head, man. You never think of that, right? But they totally did. They they did. That was Charles the First. They, they, they were like, fuck this. We're done with this monarchy. But then what they put in place was fucked up. It was like... Who was the son of Charles the First? Charles the Second? Right. And what was Charles II's great accomplishment? <laughs> well, he had flowing, beautiful black hair, right. curls, gorgeous, and he and fucked he many a women. lot. <laughs> He's great. Uh, and his Charles, the, his father's painting is hanging in our restaurant that we go to. Yes, our restaurant, the Capitol Grill, which exists <laughs> across America which and is, is a chain. chain. <laughs> but whatever, I don't care. <laughs> yes, I was like, I'll eat steaks here every day. I love steaks. You got that painting up. That's Charles II's daddy. So there, I sure hope I have one British person listening to the Mom and Dinner So podcast. Going like this, oh! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Charles II's my man. Right. Okay, he's he's a sexy babe. He is. He's well. He's deceased. Yeah, he's way deceased. <laughs> um, but yeah, they killed his daddy. They killed his daddy, and he came back. All right, moving on. So this last ex- episode of the Expanse, just to say, it got gory again. Yeah, it did. Which uh-huh. is great. So go watch it. Bye. Right, yeah. Atlanta. Oh my gosh! What the hell? Young Earn. I mean, it was a throwback. This is a, yeah, like a flashback episode. So it had young actors and it was the main characters, <laughs> Earn really and fucking Paperboy in middle school. <laughs> and I just want to say Donald Glover was born in 1983. Like me, I identified very hardcore with this middle school, late elementary school <laughs> experience. Oh my god! Feeling a day of, of a complete anxiety. Yes, where your whole fucking day sucks. Right? Yeah, because you decided to wear a shirt. Who knows? It could be any number of things. But someone on Reddit, I loved this comment on Reddit that was talking about how like hard it is to describe school in that time. Public school in that time is so like exaggerated like the response to everything is so exaggerated you know and that's how your feelings are as an adolescent but then like everybody's response is just so crazy like everybody gives like so much shit about crazy stuff that doesn't really happen in adult life right you know what i mean yes so anyway it made me sad just remembering 
those days and then having young kids and being like, oh, you know, my girl is going into middle school. Your son's already he's been in middle school. It is, but it's different now. It's different. I mean, it's still a lot of anxiety. It is different. Like my kids, they go to a completely different type of school. Like that just the shit that went down at middle school, like would not go down at my daughter's school. They figured out how to make that not happen anymore. I don't know how. Well, at this school, it's just like so like parent, like heavy. Um, and it's been around for a while. Anyway, I mean, the, I'm about to do another dab. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to go in about the school system, but the, the thing they've really, I have to give them kudos on is what? they've really figured out how to like integrate the older grades with the younger grades. And they have many crossover, like, okay, the seventh graders and the fourth graders are going to do this. And the fucking second graders and the kindergartners are going to have reading buddies. I mean, like they like really like. Hey man, it's cool. We're all family. So anyway, I, I like and that. like <coughs> they didn't do that shit when I was in school. I mean, there's like, also not like I don't. I mean, this is just in like our experience in the one school, two schools because we go to different schools. Our kids, but there's not like physical beat d- downs or anything like that no, either, or like no, the danger God. of like you know having a teacher be sexually harassing. Um, students or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all. I did get my first notice of like acceptable clothing for middle schoolers because I'm starting to get the emails for middle schoolers. Yeah. And it's like no short shorts, no tank tops, no spaghetti straps. So I'm entering that, that territory right? that has enormous potential to, to really piss me off. Um, but I didn't see anything like leggings, which would make me like literally lose my mind. Right. Um, so that's good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh man. I was getting my daughter's haircut the other day and like, I was looking at myself. I was looking at all the moms in the haircut place and then all the women working at the haircut place. And we were all, every single one of us wearing black leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the days of leggings are not pants. It has just it was destroyed and trampled on trampled on by women wearing leggings. I'm sorry. Leggings are pants. <laughs> they're pants. They're pants. And I don't care if you can see my ass. The end. My comfort trumps you saying my ass. Oh my god. I love that you're wearing <laughs> I love that you wear leggings every day. Yeah, and I think men everywhere excuse me, that's sexist. I won't even say that. But people everywhere can a lot of people can appreciate so comfortable. Seeing so much booty wherever. And you're just comfortable. I'm sorry you don't get to wear leggings. You're not know, evolved I, socially enough yet I, to wear I leggings. Would. I would totally wear <laughs> leggings. <laughs> if it was acceptable I wear I wear t shirts and leggings every day and I'd be like, that's right, I'm wearing leggings because it's like not wearing pants. And when I'm in my home, I wear underwear and a t-shirt <laughs> as my outfit. That, it's true. It's They're true. not whitey tighties. Okay. It's not offensive no. or anything like no, that. No, I mean, I, I no choose no balls like, flapping no, out. I, I choose like, you know, appropriate underwear that's like boxer briefs. And like, they usually have like a nice design or something. Like they're little mini pants. But anyhow, so that's media time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the end. The fucking end. Listener letters. Email us at momanddadarestoned at gmail.com with your questions or comments that you would like to have read on the show. Wait, hold on a minute. Do you want me to eat a glass of water? No, I'm great. I have a huge alcoholic beverage. Oh, look at my alcoholic beverage. Well... Do you think you need a third one? No, let's keep going. Or is that like a sixth one and I don't even know it? It's Let's just keep going. I'll get it later. Okay, so, um, yeah, email us, blah, blah, blah. When, here, today's question says, when will you be doing an updated get ready with me video? Oh. How do I cut myself off from negative friends without being rude? I remember in one of your earlier videos you said you cut out negativity. Okay. Um, girl, I don't know when I'm going to do no get ready with me video. You're going to do it soon. I always say that, but then it's like, ugh, actually making one. So, you know, you got to be confident. Everything has to be right. (laughs) You'll get there. You'll figure it out. So soon. Probably in the next month. What? Yep. Okay. So I really a thousand percent doubt that. So so? no, in the next month. Are you kidding? Maybe two months. Oh, it's hard. That's all I'm saying. 
Uh, it I takes a lot of self confidence that I don't currently have to do that. Um, how do I cut myself off from negative friends without being rude? Well, I think that you have to be okay with being rude sometimes. Um, and then also you have to always accept the fact that your actions could be perceived as rude by ignorant people. Like oftentimes just having excellent manners um, and, you know, high boundaries for, for you know, personal protection that can come off as rude, but that's not rude. That's how you should be. That's safety for yourself. It's self-care. It's respecting yourself um, and absolutely respecting your loved ones and stuff. So do you know what I mean? I do. So, I mean, that's just something you kind of have to get over caring about, especially if you are a person who naturally worries about being rude or whatever, you're clearly somebody that is probably has decent manners and stuff. So like, anyway, whatever you say or do can be perceived as hurtful and, and will be probably, you know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying as far as that. Um, I think so too. I think you should. Here's what I think. Quick like a Band-Aid. I say like do it fast and fucking furiously and just rip it like a Band-Aid and it's done. You be blunt and you're just like, I'm done. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're very negative. And if it's an older friendship or something that's been going on forever, then you have to like maybe like just say, look, here's the deal. I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. I don't care if you hate me or not. Um, I know we've been friends for decades, but I can't take this shit anymore. I think you're toxic. So goodbye. I'm sorry. Good luck. I mean, you know, ill will. That's always a big thing. It's just like you have to clear yourself personally of ill will towards the person. Um, And it can be really difficult. But, you know, sometimes in some cases it's really unavoidable. And so when it really does come down to like your personal state of well-being, you know, and really kind of putting yourself first. Um, it's just something you have to inevitably do in life occasionally. And sometimes it's awkward as fuck. Actually, I think no matter what, it's going to be awkward as fuck. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, I don't really have any standards as far as like, it can, it has to be a text or it has to be face to face or it has to be an email or you have to call the fucking person. Like it's up to you. It's your life. You know what I mean? It's what you're comfortable with. Sometimes you don't want to fucking say a fucking thing because the person is so damaging. Anything you say will be captured, recorded and saved. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So the safest thing to do in that case is just completely pull up ranks and stop. It's called no contact. And that's how you deal with people that are like narcissistic. I mean, legitimately narcissistic, like have like the disorder or whatever. Yes. Um, and this is a thing you can look it up. There's a lot of support groups and stuff like that, but that offer advice on stuff like that. But you know, with friends, it's not always like that. It's, it's not something that intense. You know what I mean? It's usually like a gradual change of how people are just out of growing up. And, and one of the things my therapist told me that I just always loved and I totally forget it because that's how much I loved it. But anyway, it's just that, you know, these people have a really precious space in your life, in your whole lifetime. They existed at one point in a really great place and they played a really powerful role in that time. And you can appreciate that and you can say goodbye to that, that we're not there anymore. That's not necessary anymore. We're not those people anymore. And that's fine. And you don't have to, yeah, like dwell in the negativity or let things drag on and on and on with like this endless building of tension and animosity. You know what I mean? Um, Just trying to be as like Zen and Buddha about it as possible without saying negative stuff. You can be honest about why and you really don't have to give a huge lengthy, lengthy explanation with examples because the why ultimately is just, I'm not comfortable with this anymore. And that's your right. That's all of our right. And that's it. Right? Agreed. 
it's a phase. <clears throat> it's a learning phase in your life. And once it's over, it's okay. Move on. Right? Yeah. And don't, and like you choose like, man, whenever I get in these situations, I always try to think like, okay, look, first of all, it's gotten to this point where I don't want this shit anymore in my life. I mean, like, and like, and you know how you get annoyed sometimes when there's something that's just bugging the fuck out of you and it won't go away. I mean, like, I think you just have to, that's why I say it's just like, be completely upfront and honest and be like, we're done. I don't. I, but make sure you say, like, I don't mean you any harm or vengeance. But you're saying, like, that there's no bones about it. Like, there's no bones about it. You get like to, you get yeah. it done. Right. You know like, what I mean? And I have certainly we're not going to go back and forth and talk about right. it. It's over. I mean, like, this is not up for debate. I'm telling you how it is. And it is scary and not fun to have conversations like that. But, you know, it outweighs like it comes to a point where it outweighs like I don't want to live my life like this anymore and it's time to move on. So, you know, just be an adult and then just say things like this is how I feel. I mean, you no harm. I don't mean you any well. We're just done. This is run its course. The end. Goodbye. I'm going to go over here and do my thing now. The end. Right. Mm-hmm. Hard. Okay, well, I guess that's, is that it for a listener, listener? Let that's it. Good luck to you, though. Good luck to you. Friend. You're going to do it. You're going to do just. Cannabis Corner. Cannabis Corner. Can you talk about Hemp 101, I asked you. Yeah, I can. And you I, said yes. I can talk about it forever. So I didn't want to write anything down. All right, I just okay. wanted to sit here and smoke pot, and you were going to tell our listeners about hemp. Yeah. Um, well, hemp is a confusing thing, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of people don't know what the fuck it is. They think it's a completely separate type of plant from the cannabis plant. Um, they think it's like, uh, how do you, well, does it produce buds? I, I don't get it. I mean, what the fuck is it? Does it have characteristics of cannabis or what? I'm here to tell you all folks that the hemp plant is a member of the cannabis family. In fact, it is a sativa rutilaris, rutilaris, mm-hmm. I believe, um, strain. Okay. So it is absolutely a cannabis plant. Okay. So so how the types so there's indica and there's sativa yep. and then there's ruteral ruteralis I, think, I don't know how to pronounce it rutilaris ruteralis and that's uh, what hemp is and uh, it's a plant that typically grows in like harsher regions like, like up Russia. north right yes and it has all sorts of crazy <clears throat> awesome abilities but it's a very unique and distinct distinct from the other two which we smoke it is and the other thing that we get from the rutilaris plant is autoflower strain so those plants up north the other side of the coin not only is it that they have they're hardy and they're very like you can use them for many other industrial things they flower on their own because the sunlight is much less than what we're used to here in good old the united states of america with our wonderful uh spring summer winter and fall months or seasons i'm sorry um in in the harsher european climate climates um and in russia You'll uh, have these plants that will, um, they don't have the sunlight that we have. So they just automatically go into flower. They don't depend on the sunlight. They're genetically predisposed to start flowering after, you know, literally a month. Um, So anyway, um, some ingenious people have gotten together and figured out how to make a strain of cannabis called hemp. Okay. It looks exactly like any hemp, I mean, I'm sorry, cannabis plant you would grow on your own. It has the same, you know, very traditional leaves that you would see. Uh, it 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 had produces buds exactly like any kind of uh, cannabis plant that you would have growing, um, and it goes to a flower cycle just like any plant you would have going in its cannabis. You chop it down, you cure it, all that wonderful stuff. The thing about hemp is is that it has a very low THC um, ratio, so. Any hemp plant that you would grow has around, the standard is around 0.3% THC. Now that we know so much more about cannabinoids and the system, we have done a little research on the hemp plant and found that it has an extremely high CBD count. 
So there's industrial hemp and then there is uh, cannabis that we grow. So the cannabis that we grow traditionally, we see in dispensaries, very high THC count. Were you going to say something, baby? You look like you're going to say something. No. Oh, okay. But it doesn't have a high THC count, you just said. No, the cannabis plants do. Oh. So in, in like full on straight up cannabis, like indica, sativa, that's where you're getting your high THC. The hemp, which is sativa and rutilaris blend, low THC, um, high CBD. So the more research, okay, traditionally hemp has been used for, I don't know if you remember um, back in the 70s or whatever, when people, you have the traditional, like, you know, person out there like, hey man, legalize it. Um, which has been going on for decades. And they're saying things like, you can use it to make fabric and, you know, power cars and uh, make rope and cloth and all this other stuff. That is hemp. And it has absolutely been in use in industrial hemp factories for decades to make all those things, like to make anything like hemp paper. Our founding fathers grew hemp. Absolutely. It was a very... Good and had slaves to grow. Yep, and they had slaves, but um, and the slaves would probably like whack and they smoked their hemp. They did, um, and they had very relaxing sensations from that. <laughs> and you know what? They was the I'm C- gonna go get some Steve's good CBD. They were enjoying the CBD aspects of that. So, um, yeah, hemp, industrial hemp, which in the European countries have uh, traditionally been used to make all those things, like the fibers, all the other things you hear about hemp, fabrics, everything, paper. Um, But what they did find as now that we're even though the FDA has not approved it or anything, some people have um, done a little bit of research into this. And a little bit of research that we have done has found that the hemp strains produce a much higher CBD, CBG, CBN count than all the other cannabinoids that um, are not at the forefront of all the weed that all the weed that we smoke, like recreationally and medically. It's like it has like no of that other stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can sometimes find a strain with high CBD in it, but certainly not. It's certainly not something readily available. If you did find a strain like that, it has been crossbred with hemp. Mm. So you have, um, someone has accidentally stumbled upon some kind of strain that has extremely high THC levels and pretty moderate levels of CBD. And that's because that CBD portion came from hemp. So, um, what does this all mean? So what it all means is like, you're going to see a lot of things on the internet, like hemp oil, CBD. What is, what is that? Is it a derivative of, uh, cannabis? Is it marijuana? The short answer is no, it's not. Um, you can in fact go to a dispensary and buy a one-to-one ratio THC CBD, you know, something like a tincture or a balm or something like that. A lot of those plants are cross-strained plants that are like maybe like a powerful sativa crossbred with a hemp plant that's high in CBD to produce a one-to-one ratio. Or they will do extracts from a high THC-yielding cannabis plant and a high-yielding CBD uh, hemp plant. And then they will take those concentrates and blend them together to make any kind of tincture or oil or balm or whatever. So the main thing that I want to convey here is that like a lot of people don't understand that hemp and and cannabis, it's it's really difficult language at this time. And someone will have to create new language to describe these plants in the future. But it's the same. Um, I have pictures on my Instagram account right now of my tent and I have a giant canopy filled with what looks like weed. Right. All that weed is mostly hemp and half uh, cannabis plants, cannabis sativa plants. So they're indistinguishable to the naked eye of what the hell it is. So just know that like all cannabis plants have the tendency to be hemp and it looks the same. It's cultivated the same way. It just has a higher count of CBD and essentially that's what it is. So in a nutshell, that's what we hemp 101 is all about. Um, one thing that I will say is like, you will see that a lot of the CBD manufacturers have European, um, company addresses behind them on their sites. Whenever you're buying, like if you go to a CBD site, like say an Indoka or, um, uh, even, even like a green roads 
or I think is what it's called. Um, you'll see, like, if you look up on the contact page, you'll see a United Kingdom address or something. That's because in the European countries, they industrialize hemp and they use it for all the good things that uh, are not drug related, I guess is what you would say. That we're not able to do easily in all of the states here. Right. And here, all we have in the states is the Kentucky, what is a the Kentucky hemp? Something. Something lacked. No, but that's not that's not all. There's a few states that have that. Yeah. And basically they're granted permission to grow industrial hemp. Mm-hmm. Um now what you will start seeing with the recent uh laws that have been put into effect that C B D has been ruled as a schedule one uh <laughs> drug, just like um marijuana i guess or thc it's the language again is pretty different how it's always been right it nothing's changed nothing's changed they just made the ruling like hey i know you guys are trying to appeal this and make it happen sorry so you might start seeing cbd called hemp oil as opposed to cbd because hemp in fact in some places a lot of places is legal where cbd is not so when you see that it's the same thing think cbd when you see hemp oftentimes you know what i mean as far as like oils or tinctures or whatever products that you would ingest exactly in fact we got we got some today um for a product which is coffee beans and and instead of calling it cbd infused they're calling it hemp oil infused which is brilliant because that's a way around it so anyway i hope that shed a little bit of light if anybody has any questions regarding hemp or what it is and cbd please email me email me at david at the stonermom.com happy to answer any and all questions i am a huge believer in hemp cbd has changed my life has changed my wife's life and we use it every day in this house on a daily basis our dog uses it on a daily basis. You rubbed me back last night I with rub- it. I did, and it, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> yes. So the stuff works. Um, I think it's a miracle drug. Um, what I would be curious to see in the future is you hear a lot of cancer um, fighting agents, and you always hear like, hey, marijuana fights cancer. I'm curious to know now is like what percentage of THC in that cancer fighting agent works to fight cancer versus CBD. I would wonder if hemp oil is really the uh, the way to go. I don't know. We don't know because we don't have any testing behind it. But that's Hemp 101. I hope it answers some questions. Let us know what you think. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. going on in blaves blow this is what's going on in dave's grow yeah it is and i'm gonna tell you so right now in dave's grow in my broken ass giant tent that has one door that works and the other one sealed up with duct tape and i specifically bought gorilla glue duct, duct tape because it made me laugh <laughs> and it was black um is uh i have uh nine beautiful gorgeous plants half of them are hemp actually over half of them are hemp um as we know. And they're beautiful and they're flowering right now. And they're looking great. I'd say they're about, I don't know, five weeks away from being done. Nice. And um, I'm very curious. We're in the time right now where they're flowering and the buds are beautiful. Um, because the other door is sealed shut, I can't really get in that tent. And I can't make a lot of changes to the plants that I would like to make. I have no scrog netting set up or anything like this. I just have a light a bunch of fucking plants and they're looking beautiful and the canopy's all even except for blue dream, which is very tall. Um, and it is just uh, looking really good. So I can't get under there. I can't manicure my plants anymore. Like I would like to, Oof. but um, they're looking. <sighs> I'm doing so I'm jabs. Just, I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of letting them go wild. So that's what's happening in tent number one. Tent number two, which is a three by three tent. I'm doing a little uh, strain, strain hunting. I have two strains. I have rainmaker and, um, <coughs> Sorry. A strain, a strain called Mandarin Cookies. Um, these are extremely high THC count plants. I believe we're in the 32% range of these plants. And what I'm doing is I'm growing five of one plant and four of the other. I believe Rainmaker is four, and I have uh, Mandarin Cookies. I have five. So what's happened here is um, some people that I know, uh, Black Dog, bought uh, from a company called Ethos Genetics here in Denver. They bought these two seeds. They popped five Mandarin cookie strain seeds. They popped four Rainmaker seeds. 
and they gave the plants to me. So I, what I, my goal to do here is, is I transplanted them into cocoa coir the other day into three gallon pots. I'm not going to let them get tall. I'm going to flip them over to flower very soon. And all I'm going to do is let them grow, manicure them, uh, defoliate them. And then I'm going to watch to see which of the two strains out of those plants are the winners. So what that means is the one that has the higher yield that, you know, just looks the best, grows the best. I'm going to go back to those people and say, hey, Mandarin Cookies number four is the winner and Rainmaker number two is the winner. You know, I'm going to like basically tell them like these are the plants you want. Then what they're going to do is they've cloned all the seeds that I have. I have the the seed plants. They have the clones. They have four clones of each seed. Then what they're going to do is when I report back to them and say, this is the winner, they're going to they're going to take those clones and say, these are now in our clone bank. We're going to keep a mother plant of each one of these because they grow the best. They have they're the most resistant to sickness and they make the highest yields. And then we're going to grow those strains from now on. It's going to be great. But you and I, stonermom.com, mm-hmm. are going to have the OG originals of all of them. And we're just going to see what we think. You know? <sighs> So it's an exciting time. They're not going to be big yielders. They're probably going to be out of those nine plants because I'm going to flip them when they're little. I'm probably going to get maybe a pound of weed out of that whole tent. But that's okay. I can deal with a pound. And it's going to be some cool strains that I'm very excited about. And I hope they look beautiful and make beautiful colors. I hear Rainmaker makes kind of a rainbow color, which I'm very excited about. Ooh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, we'll see, though. I know Mandarin Cookies is a lot of orange color, because hence the name Mandarin. So you're going to get a lot of orange colors going on in there and beautiful smells. So that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. I've got my uh, outdoor greenhouse fired up. I put my mother hemp plant out there. i got to transfer her to a 25-gallon smart pot. But I will say, I have put her out there. And I, like, she is flourishing. She looks like a giant green afro to me. And it's so beautiful. And you can see, like, her leaves are aiming wherever the sun is. And she's just so happy. And, like, you know, the leaves change all throughout the day. Like, they aim at the sun. And, I mean, like, there's no (laughs) dead leaves. It's just, like, a big green, beautiful ball. So I'm going to let the thing go all summer. And at the end of summer, we're going to have a ton of Does she have, like, a fan or anything? She She should. She she needs some air. Oh, yeah. Well, I just vent the greenhouse. Right now it's oh. early spring, so I, I don't open <laughs> gotcha. it because at night it still gets a little Because it does chill. have those things on the top, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what's going on. I'm going to load it up with vegetables, I guess. My I'm ready to uh, open up the garden bed, and uh, I planted some grass seed in my backyard. Um, and I'm going to rake up the pine needles out of my garden bed. I've got some beautiful soil, which I put cardboard over all winter to kind of keep it free from grossness. And um, I'm going to plant some shit out there. I think I'm going to do some tomato plants and some cucumber plants. Man, you should plant some romaine lettuce for me. No shit. Because <laughs> mine will have equali in it, right? Right. I think I'm going to do that. So that's all I'm going to plant is just cucumbers, tomatoes, and romaine lettuce. The end. And we're going to have some gorgeous vegetables. I love it. I love it too. Okay. All right. Well, that. Oh, and by the way, I am a caregiver now. I am a registered legal caregiver within the state of colorado okay that's all i want to say we love it i love it how you, how you feeling daddy <laughs> i feel great i can't wait to get another drink oh okay <laughs> let's, let's let's wrap this podcast up all right that's what's going on in days grow thanks dave you're welcome beautiful mama Well, hey, what if I wanted to just watch like just maybe a little bits of ti- of Titanic? Do we have that movie? You mean with Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio? Yes. Um, no, I don't know. Maybe I will have. I don't know. I can. I don't remember how we watched it last. Time. <laughs> you may. I went. I was like well, the guy that was proud to say like I've never seen Titanic, and you're like, oh my god, you've got to watch Titanic. <laughs> I did not. It will take your breath away. And I watched (laughs) it, and I was like, okay, it's a pretty good movie. You know, I watched it. I just, like, had a thing against James Cameron for a while, but now I'm over it. Is it because of Aliens? Because you love Aliens. No, I don't love Aliens. I loved it when I was, like, 18 years old. (laughs) I don't, you know, the thing that got me when we watched Aliens as adults was when when they're, like, getting ready to go down on the planet, and they're playing the, like, the snare drum, tick tick 
It's gross. It's annoying. And it's like, what? So dumb. It's very... Uh, it's stupid. Let's just say what it is. It's very dated. It's horribly terrible. Anyway. Uh, but in, in Avatar. You know what? I have a thing against Avatar. because What? Because I saw Avatar in the movie theater. It was the first 3D movie I saw since I was a kid, of course. And, um, and it made you bark. And it made my neck hurt. Uh, oh, like, and you held a grudge. It made my neck hurt like it has been recently where I had to go see a doctor <laughs> to get my neck fixed. Um, and I was like, fuck that dumbass movie, man. And then, um, you know, and then also, like, it's <laughs> taken them, like, 20 years to come out with a sequel or some shit. So maybe not 20 years, but a long time. So anyway, whatever. You know, I don't give a fuck about James Cameron. I like The Terminator. So you wouldn't be opposed to watching little bits of the Titanic with I'd me? I'd watch it, yeah. I'll see what we can do by getting it. Oh, that's right. Not everything is just available at my fingertips, I guess. I need my computer open to say my goodbyes. I mean, like, everything is at your fingertips, you, but you have to pay to play. If you want to watch Titanic, there's a cost. Ugh. Wish I had all my VHSs. <laughs> yeah, me too. That would be great. So I can watch right. Okay, that's it. That's all. That's it for this episode, you guys. I'm stoned. I'm going to continue to get stoned. I hope you guys are doing the same in some co- responsible capacity. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Check out our membership site at housefaneaton.com. Follow us on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram at CO Weed Grower. And follow Catherine on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere, except just those two places, at The Stoner Mom. Support the show by leaving us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, don't forget to subscribe to Mom and Dad are Stoned so you never miss an episode. We love you guys. Thanks so much for the support. You're the best. Um, And what? I hope you guys have a great week and we will be back again soon. Until then, please remember to be Be (laughs) responsible. Be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye.